Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, my friends. We are back this week with part two of the episode series on energy leaks from your chakras. Welcome. If you're just joining the show, you don't need to go back and listen to episode 178 before this one. I'll do a, a quick review and it will all make sense. But once we're finished here, you, you may want to go back and listen to catch up on leaks in the upper four chakras. But for now, you can just listen here and learn about energy and how it leaks right out of your chakras, decreasing our power to heal and balance ourselves. So the first thing we need to review is what we mean by energy in this specific instance. Like I said last week, within the chakra system, the Sanskrit word for energy is shakti, and it translate to, translates to power, capacity, strength, and it means the power, capacity, and strength to do our inner work within each chakra. The energy center needs, well, energy to be healthy and balanced and healed. But if we're leaking energy out of the chakra, we won't have enough to do what needs to be done there to be balanced. So that's our specific use of the word energy today, even though we sometimes use it to mean other things. For today, think about whether or not you're letting your power in a chakra seep out of you, whether you realize it or not. Hopefully today, I'll be able to give you some ways to know if you are and some ideas on how to stop those leaks if you discover you have one. These leaks may be one of the reasons that you feel you spend an enormous amount of time doing your work, but you're not feeling any better or getting the results you're looking for. If you're pouring attention on a particular chakra, but that energy is just draining out into the world, it's going to be a lot harder to heal that part of you. Last week, we started at the crown and moved down to the heart. So we'll continue our journey today by starting at the solar plexus chakra. As you may know, this is the center of action, where we do things to affect ourselves and our world. And if you're like most people, you are constantly doing things, all kinds of things, big things and small things, just to get through your day and keep your life on track and your family's life on track, and your work life on track, and you're taking on new things every day because if you don't, the world will fall apart. Now, maybe that sounds dramatic, but that's how we feel sometimes, isn't it? We are a culture suffering from massive burnout, and I don't think it's going to let up anytime soon. There's, there's still this idea that we should be working so much and, and be so exhausted and not engage in leisure, and that we should wear it as a badge of honor. Why? Why? Well, I've talked about it before. Because we think that our value as human beings can somehow be measured by our productivity. If, at the end of the day, we can give a list of all the things we accomplished, all the tasks we completed, somehow we've earned our place, our right to exist. And this this is a huge solar plexus energy leak. We will never find balance or inner peace as long as we're letting all the energy we need to heal ourselves and do our inner work 
leak out into the world through overscheduling, overdoing, and overproducing. I really do think it's reaching sort of a crisis level, the amount of burnout people are experiencing. And then we try to self-medicate the burnout away with all kinds of things, alcohol and food and shopping and scrolling, anything to distract ourselves from our burnout misery. If this feels like you, there are a few ways you can start to plug this energy leak. First, learn to say no. I know that's hard. It's not easy for me either, but it is such an important skill. Figure out what the most important things are in your life and then only do what supports them. You can go back to your chakra values for inspiration here. That's episodes 123 through 130 if you need a reminder. Each day, identify the most important thing to do and do it first. And another energy leak solution is to do one thing at a time. And I know we all think we're so good at multitasking, but neuroscience has been telling us for years that multitasking is a myth, that we're really just shifting our attention quickly. The end result being that we lose focus and time to shift, and we never really get into a flow on any one task. For me, I'm not going to become extreme about this single tasking. Like, I'll listen to podcasts while I drive, I'll watch TV while I fold laundry, but for really important things that need my attention, I try to do just one thing, like preparing these podcasts. I need to spend focused time where I'm not also trying to answer emails or have a conversation. When you identify the most important thing for you, the activity that supports your value, do it with all your focus. Use the solar plexus chakra right of acting in your own best interest towards your highest good to really do just that. Let your actions support you rather than control you. It's a big leak. I really believe that. And we're all suffering from it, which is, which is part of why we need so much healing. We're losing so much of that capacity, our power to heal ourselves, to spreading ourselves too thin. Okay. Moving down to our second to last energy leak, the sacral chakra. This is the seat of our emotions, our right to feel and to experience every feeling that's available to us and, and to process them in a way that's healthy and appropriate for each of us. And I want to be clear about that, that we have full rights to our emotions without being told that we're too much or overreacting or that our feelings aren't valid. That's really important to remember because the leak here is excess emotional reactivity, which is different from simply having feelings. You can think of excessive emotional reactivity as getting caught in a feelings spiral. It's when we assign a meaning to something that doesn't necessarily exist and then get ourselves worked up about it. For example, your partner asks, is that what you're wearing tonight? And what they want to know is if they should dress similarly. But what you hear is, you look terrible. You have the worst taste in clothes. That's an ugly dress. You're a terrible person. None of which was said or even necessarily implied. But we start to tell ourselves a story about what happened, what was said. And then we get into an emotional storm. It's excessive only because... It isn't based in reality. And we're making ourselves more and more unhappy with spiraling thoughts. 
Excess emotional reactivity can also be when we invest too much of our emotional energy into the wrong things. What does that mean? The wrong things. I don't mean that there's a list of things that are right or wrong to have emotions over, just that there are things that matter deeply to you and things that don't. Excess emotional reactivity is when we have very strong emotions and opinions and attachments to the things we don't care deeply about, that don't matter to us, that don't align with our truth or our path, but we, we still, for some reason, manage to get all upset about them. From the outside, this can look like someone who complains about everything, that always has criticism or correction for everyone around them about everything, even things that don't involve them, that don't impact them. From the inside, this can look like believing that your way of doing something is the right way, not just a way, the right way. Preferences and opinions that you hold on to so tightly, it affects your relationships. Now, this isn't to say that you shouldn't have opinions. That would be silly or that it isn't okay to prefer one thing to another. Of course it is. We don't, we don't want necessarily to be someone who never gets her needs met because we just capitulate to someone else all the time. The leak happens when we get emotionally involved or attached to the things that, that don't really matter to us. If something matters, if it's important to you, if you feel strongly about it, that's great. But a sacral chakra leak is feeling strongly about everything. Everything has the same emotional impact. It's a very fine line, right? And you'll have to learn to navigate it for yourself. But if it feels like you're constantly trying to heal your sacral chakra, you feel out of balance with your emotions, your relationships, but uh, like you're having feelings, but you can't connect them to a sensation in your body, a sacral chakra energy leak might be present. That last one is a big one. Do you have a, a lot of feelings, but if you try to pinpoint the sensation they create in your body, your heart, your stomach, your throat, whatever, and you can't pinpoint it, if they feel like they're everywhere, chances are your energy is leaking. Emotions present as vibrations in your body. That's part of how we process our feelings is by by physically feeling the sensations, naming them, letting them run their course, unimpeded by distraction or distance or substances. When we can't do that, we end up with trapped emotions or in the case of an energy leak, having so many reactions all so strong and everything seems equally important. For example, your feelings about weekend plans simply can't have the same level of emotional response as your feelings about having common relationship goals with your partner. But when we have an emotional leak, everything comes in at crisis level of feelings. The way to help solve a sacral chakra energy leak is to learn to live in the pauses between stimuli and response. I talk about this a lot, so you may already know where I'm going, but the trick is to find your breath between the trigger and your response. Personally, meditation for me is the best way to develop this skill. Um, and if you're looking for something more active, you can try actual breath work in the moment. Listen to the midweek mindfulness episodes for some ideas on breaths to try uh, when you wanna find that pause. And again, also reassess your values. Find what really matters to you. When you do that, you can 
Focus your emotional reactions on the things that are important that are part of your truth, and that will help stop that leak as well. And finally, root chakra energy leaks. This is a bit of a tricky one because a leak in the root chakra manifests itself physically rather than emotionally, psychologically, mentally, or spiritually. But not every physical malady we have is a result of a root chakra leak. Sometimes there are physical things that are wrong with our bodies that require medical intervention. And if that's the case, it's incredibly important that we see the proper professionals. That's not to say that there isn't an energetic component to the physical condition, just that energy healing isn't the end-all be-all of physical healing. In fact, I think they work really well together. We just don't want to neglect medical attention when it's needed. I always like to say that up front, lest you think I'm saying you can heal your own broken arm or an infection with positive vibes or something. However, many physical diseases have an energetic component, and there are some pains that are entirely energetic. Always rule out the physical possibilities first, but a major symptom of a root chakra leak is a disorder or pain in the body. This can look like undefined pain. Pain that moves around with no rhyme or reason, or pain that demands your attention and you spend a lot of time thinking about it and trying to fix it or looking for an explanation. Pain that that doesn't seem to have a medical cause, but is starting to define your personality. It doesn't have to be pain either. It can be general discomfort or feeling ill at ease. This is how a root chakra leak might look. And a lot of times it's It's a result of unresolved emotions. I think this sounds weird to people, and obviously it's not always the case, but trapped emotions can cause tremendous physical pain. Even when there is a physical cause, the emotions we have around our pain can cause it to be worse. Do we have anxiety around the pain? Fear. These emotions send an already fragile nervous system into a spin and increase our sensation and awareness of the pain. To stop the root chakra leak, to help resolve the emotions around physical dis-ease and discomfort, sometimes just knowing that an emotional component is possible opens the door for healing. Other times, we can spend time exploring our emotions around the potential leak. Acknowledge fear. Acknowledge that physical discomfort makes you feel vulnerable or insecure. Are you using the pain to avoid other kinds of discomfort? Not all of these are going to apply to every situation, of course, but exploring the options can feel empowering. And since stopping a chakra energy leak is all about restoring our healing energy to ourselves for the inner work, it can help. And please note, determining that your pain or other physical malady has an emotional component does not make your pain any less real. It is real and you are experiencing it. I am not saying the pejorative, it's all in your head. I mean, that's so funny anyway, because all pain is in our heads in a way, since that's where our central nervous processing system is largely located. But if we can reduce the amount of root chakra energy leaking around our physical issues, we can also reduce some of the discomfort of the physical issues. So there you are, all seven chakras and what their individual energy leaks might look like plus a few ideas about how to stop them. Remember, if we let our energy leaks go unattended, we lose our capacity to do inner work and chakra healing. 
It's really important that we don't allow that energy to disperse in unwanted ways, or we won't be able to use it for the valuable work it's designed for. Now, before you go, uh, would you mind doing me a favor? Share these shows with a friend. It's the best way to get the word out about the show, about the work that we're doing here, and it helps the podcast grow. If you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. Remember, you can always find me on Instagram and Facebook. You can just look at the posts, or if you need something, send me a DM. It is me on the other end, so I'll get it, and I'll answer you. Check out the Patreon if you like. The full video episodes of the Midweek Mindfulness are up there. Sometimes it can be helpful to see the breaths as well as hear me explain them. All of that will, of course, be linked in the show notes, so feel free to check it out. Have a lovely week, and we'll talk again soon. Bye.